we're getting started. Thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. This is Chris. I'm here with Chucky for a part two. Yay! Hi. What did you just say before we start recording so people can can judge you a little bit? Alexa is my best friend. <laughs> but I can't say it too loud because then she'll ask me what I need help with. <laughs> I hate you so intrusive. What? What was that? Hmm? Whatever. She's my friend. Leave her is alone. Is she? I don't, I don't... Leave her alone. I don't trust her. I trust her. Even though sometimes I know she's listening because she'll say stuff or make noises. I like to know that somebody's there and has got my back. What noises does Alexa make? Just random noises sometimes. You've never, like, had, like, heard something? Yeah. You need to, like, Google Alexa. I don't need to. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to okay you, Google Alexa. Have you, have you seen the video where the little kids say, tell us a bedtime story or tell us a story, and, like, she tells them, like, a scary story and scares the shit out of them? <laughs> no. Why well, would I watch that? Because it's fucking hilarious. There's, like, three little kids hanging out. Oh, my God, it's amazing. All right, people are like, what, like, what's happening right now? I can, I can just ask her right now because the speakers are in the ceiling. Don't She's, do like, it. The voice of God. Anyway. So that's how we're getting this podcast started. We, we gave a commercial to Alexa, apparently. That was awesome. Um, you could send me a free one, please. Thanks. So let's, let's get into what people really care about. We kind of skirted around it the first time, but now we can really get a little bit more in-depth. In okay. People want to know a little bit more about your sexual escapades. You don't have to do, don't do anything you can't come back from. But I've never done anything in my life I'm ashamed of. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I don't know what your future may hold. You may not want certain things out there. Like no what? I don't know. I haven't done anything that scandalous. Oh, I don't know. I just, I guess. I've never had sex in public. I've never had sex in a public bathroom. All on my bucket list, but still have never done it. You want to be in a public bathroom? You know how dirty those are? Yeah, but the W has really nice public bathrooms, and they're always clean. If you go at the right time. I don't know anything about the W. I've never yeah. been there before. We gotta take you there. I gotta like they gotta they gotta pat me down at the door. I don't think they just let me walk into the W. They will, if you walk with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chucky, you're back. <laughs> we have your suite waiting for you. Yeah, only a good floor suite there. Jesus Christ. All right, so let's let's we'll back up a little bit. So, what's the worst and then best dates you've been on? Okay. This should be fun. The worst. Start with the, yeah, start with the worst. We want to hit the worst. <sighs> There's been a lot of bad dates, um, especially when I dated. I've been dating online since the. I feel like I was the first person on Match.com when I was 17, lying about my age. Um, so I definitely met a guy on there who wasn't his age, and the picture was like old school. And you have to remember, back in the day, pictures were grainy. You scan that shit. So. Yeah. A new picture and an old picture from 10 years ago were kind of the same. So I show up, and the guy is older than me because I like older men. He's like, I think his profile is like 38, 40, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, definitely got there, and he was definitely, I would say, 60. <laughs> this old man trying to get it in. Take your shot, old man. It was bad. Sounds awesome. So, like, that was a really bad date because... You went. You still went on a date. You didn't just leave when you found out that he was... Well, no, I was hungry and poor. Like, I was in my 20s. I needed to eat. So, girls, you can relate to me on this. Like, we've definitely <laughs> gone on dates just to eat and maybe bring back food that you're not going to eat, but you order expensive shit so it tastes good tomorrow. 
Um, That's a fact. I've heard a girl describe her day, like her week. Like, what do you have this week? Well, I'm getting Thai on Tuesday, Italian on Wednesday. I'm like, oh, you're just eating out. It's like, no, these are all dates. But she was talking about the food. She didn't mention any guys. It was like a secondary thing. Yeah. Which I kind of respect it in a weird way. I started doing that in my my early 20s in college because like I was poor didn't have any money like we talked about the FAFSA or whatever when that money came in like that FAFSA you would spend it and then you'd be like fuck I gotta pay my rent next month I can't eat for a week looks like I'm going on some dates hey so alright let's we'll, we'll stay here this is a good topic how do you how do you lead a guy into a food date without like without it being weird you know what I'm saying like it's never weird because guys always want to take you to nice places to try to impress you when you're a pretty girl so you say sure and they ask you what kind of food do you like and then you either tell them what kind of food you're feeling or you say I'll eat anything to sound like the nice girl and like you don't care right. and you sound like oh this is going to be a good girl she like goes with the flow yeah I'm going That's with the flow lie, just yeah. so I can eat come on it's like you want a burger I mean yeah if that's what you eat yeah. well not so much because I'm not going to a burger joint on a date but you're poor hungry. You're poor hungry and bougie. Yes. Because guys, because you don't go out with guys your age when you're trying to get fed. You go out with guys like in their 30s that kind of have already been established, that have money, that would never take you to a burger joint unless you're actually dating them and they know that you like burgers. Like, so they I, take you to a steakhouse. They take you to like a nice sushi spot. I'm not going to name drop any places because I don't, don't need to give any... Yeah, advertisement yeah. anymore. So, what do you do post date when you just gotten a free meal, and you know, you've yeah. you've gotten you got your fill, and he's like, "All right, that meal was delicious," and he's like rubbing his hands and like being creepy. Like, well, you just like, "All right, well, I'm full, deuces." Like, well, it depends. Like, do you let him if he picks you up? You're like, "Oh, thank you so much." They take you back home. God, we should totally hang out again. Like, let's let's meet up. Message me later this week, and we can like do something. So you leave it open, and then just yeah. never respond again. But that's kind of the way I do in both ways. So even when you do respond, so it's the same approach. It's just you can go left or right. Yeah, because you don't know if you're gonna have a date or you want more food or like <laughs> was he nice enough to where like you could probably get another meal or two out of him without him trying to be a little creepy. But my rule of thumb was always like. I'm from West Virginia. Back then, I, ha- I could pull out my sweet accent, and I'd be like, oh, my whole pitch was like, I'm this sweet girl from West Virginia, grew up on a farm. And so, so if you play that role, no guy, no decent, respectful man is going to, like, go in and, like, try to maul you. Um, are we good? Go. So you, I just played that role. Like, I was a sweet girl from West Virginia. I was served in the military. Now I'm in Miami living my best life. And I just want to, like, enjoy life and have no expectations except for to eat. Um, yeah. And people, like, usually respect you, respected me. I, I never showed up, like, with my boobs out because I never had big boobs or my ass out because I don't have a big ass. I use my personality and my brain. And... I don't feel like any... There was one time that a guy crossed the line, and that was actually, like, maybe, like, six years ago. We were at the Soho house, and we're walking down the stairs because we couldn't... The elevator wasn't coming, and he, like, pushed me up against the wall and, like, attacked my face, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. That's 
that's not cool. But he was Latin, and no offense, but like I gotta stop saying no offense. But you gotta just speak Latin, the truth. Latin men are tend to be like a little aggressive, and that's why I don't date. I even in Miami, I never dated Latin men. Out of the hundreds of guys that I've gone on dates with, like only a small portion of them have been Latin because of that. You don't want the aggressiveness. No, I don't need that in my life. I'm just trying to get a meal. <laughs> All right. I like the old rich men, the white men. They're very polite, sweet. Jewish guys are great. Jewish guys are very nice. So aside from free food, and I, so I'm assuming like you've had trips and like do you get like jewelry and that kind of stuff? Like, well, like what's the extent of your of your usury? Because no, no, no. I'm I my extent of my usury. We gotta get into this, damn it. I'm not, I'm not a user. <laughs> That's not a way. I listen. Just just go with it. Um, aside from food. I never like guys like pay for me, like buy me gifts, and I was never down with that um, unless I was into them. Like, into them, like, I want to hang out with them, I have had sex with them. I'm not into, well, there were a couple guys that were really into me, and they just wanted to like buy me nice outfits to go on dates with. You, also, you, you took the outfits? Yeah, I went to Neiman's or Saks or. It's all coming back to you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, and there I never just got stuff that there was that one Neiman's that that Neiman Marcus did happen. That sa- I do I did I did have a Saks Fifth card that did happen. That wasn't. Yeah. But I never like felt like I was like using my sexuality. I was more using my mind because I, out of all the times, I never like showed my body. I was never like. Uh, wearing like super short dresses and my cleavage out I was never that type of person I feel like I always got guys with their mind and would have really an intellectual yeah I'm kind of intelligent sometimes um conversations with them and they would like want to talk to me and want to have conversations they want to buy you shoes and nice clothes and stuff yeah oh my god you're so deep you want a shirt So, so my a good friend of mine who I knew, who I've known for years, we right. met at Live, um, and he always makes a joke. Is like, oh, I saw you from across the way, and you were double fisted, and I knew you were a girl. I wanted to get to know until I got to know you, and um, we were cool. Nothing, nothing crazy. He's right. two years older than me. Um, He's not old he, enough. <laughs> no, no, we were just older. like good friends. You know, we would go out and party, and he we would joke around and. He'd be like, oh, this is my future ex-wife. And I'd be like, this is my retirement plan. You know, we just had this good banter. We'd go out and have a good time. But he always goes back to the point of like, I remember that one time we were at Nordstrom and you really wanted these pair of, um, I think they were Jimmy Choo's or something. And obviously you couldn't afford them. They were like $1,200. And you were just like, wait a second. And you text and made a phone call and then you went and picked up the shoes <laughs> and I I actually don't remember doing that but I believe that it happened I believe it too and I think I know who it was from that guy's currently in jail but we're not going to mention his name well I hope not I don't want to get out and come fuck with the he, podcast yeah, he, was, he was a lawyer that went to jail for embezzlement but I didn't know that at the time he seemed like he's a really nice guy um, they always do <laughs> Bernie so, Madoff <laughs> Um, never, no, no Bernie Madoffs, but I did meet a guy once that I was set up on a date with, and he was Indian, seemed really cool, 
And he turned out to be a billionaire. Well, his, he comes from a billionaire family. That's legit. And so we talked on the phone, had great conversation. He's like, come to Dubai, let's hang out. Sure, no problem, when? And like next week, like, okay. And this is right around my 30th birthday, so I was like, oh boy. I need to settle down, I need to find a husband. I didn't know he was worth a billion dollars. I knew that he had somewhat of money because my friend who introduced me would never introduce me to somebody, some broke-ass guy. Um, <laughs> I'm worth she's, a million. She's, she's bougie. She's yeah. bougie. Oh, yeah. So um, she's married to a pretty wealthy guy. So I'm like, sure, no problem. I tell a couple of my girlfriends, oh, I'm going to go to Dubai for two weeks for Valentine's. Um, who knows? My joke is always like, I may come back married or I may not come back at all. You know, whatever. Um, and then he sent me, he's like, oh, my assistant's going to buy it. Your get your ticket, send me your information, and then I received like the ticket, and it was like a first class ticket on Emirates Airways. Oof. And I was like, I sent it, I just sent like a screenshot to my friends, and I was like, I don't know, I might not come back. <laughs> so we googled, like, being the girls that we are, yeah. we googled like the flight and the day, um, and everything, the same flight information. It was like a thirty thousand dollars. USD ticket and like oh my god you're gonna have so much fun he was crazy and I stayed there for two and a half days because he was so crazy and like so wrapped up in like stuff and he I was just like an object for him to dress up so my luggage didn't come and this is like every girl's dream you're going to meet this guy he has tons of money so you want him to buy you all this nice stuff right not me because I don't I don't like to feel like I owe people stuff or owe people anything. So that $30,000 ticket didn't do nothing for you? Not really. <laughs> I still didn't mean I Because I knew it was first class, so I could hop on the plane and not have to pay to get back anytime I wanted. So right. it was good. That's fine. Which worked out in the end. Right. Um, and he takes me shopping. And, well, my 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 arrival present, I don't know if there is one, but apparently there is, was like a diamond-encrusted Cartier bracelet. And I was like, what the fuck Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> and then like that sucks. He gives me he like I I like nice back then I like nicer things. Now I don't really give a shit. But I had like my J12 watch, which is a Chanel watch, twelve thousand dollars, not eight thousand dollars, um that I bought myself. And I had my LV purse that would cost a few thousand. Wasn't good enough for him. I had to look like I had the like portray this so he gave me a diamond encrusted cartier bra- wa- bracelet watch and a hermes birkin bag i think that's how you Oof, say it that's what i went so that's like <laughs> i don't know like that's a hundred thousand dollars yeah, pretty much yeah. um my luggage didn't come so we went to the mall and i was like yeah i'm just gonna pick up some jeans and a shirt like no big deal he takes me to lv and gucci and he spends about a half a million dollars in like 30 minutes. This is on you? On me. He bought some things for himself, but I looked at like the cases. I was like, oh, that's really nice. He's like, oh, you like that? Yeah, it's really pretty. Um, And he looks at the salesperson's like, we'll take that. And the salesperson's like, well, which thing? He goes, everything. Tell him your size. It was insane. And I was like, okay, this is like, at this point, I was like, this is like fairy tale this is things that you hear about but you don't think exist we had never like slept together it was nothing this was just who he was because I felt like these are the type of girls he dates like he dates people that 
women that want this type of lifestyle. Granted, yeah, I would like to date someone like that, but not to feel like an object, not to feel like yeah. I have to be this person. Uh, not to mention he has 27 cars and he said, well, pick whatever car you want and I'll have my person clean it so you can drive it. So I drove my own Ferrari. He drove his Ferrari Ugh. to the store. And then we had a handler follow us that just showed up to pick our bags up. I was like, oh my God, this is like, do you remember, um, was it Happy Happy Gilmore or like... Mr. Deeds? Mr. Deeds, yep. where he, the, the butler always yep. showed up. That's what I'm it was like. I'm very, sneaky son. Yes. That guy. <laughs> Yes. That's exactly what happened. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. But he, people say that he was on drugs. They talked about like he never wanted to sleep. He just kept going and going and met his friends and he just never wanted to sleep. And I was like, I can't do this. Like I need to sleep. Like he's just coked out. He's doing a lot of coke or something. And I didn't do drugs. So I didn't know, but it just got crazy. And then he got insecure and then he couldn't look at me. He would tell me, um... I'm like, why don't you ever look at me in the eyes? And he's like, because you're too beautiful. Your eyes are too beautiful. I can't look at you. I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't deal with this. Then, so we're going out and like, he's like, oh, in, you know, Dubai and in the Middle East, we can't be affectionate. Um, it's like a thing, like you can't really do it unless, you know, you're married or engaged, it's more acceptable. Just like, okay, I understand. So he gives me a ring and I'm not even kidding you, it's like this big. And I would say it's like an eight, nine carat. That's the size of a quarter for you guys who aren't watching. Big diamond. And puts it on my fingers and I was like, I I don't understand. We're not together. He goes, yes, but we can be together now. And I was just like, this is freaking crazy. So... That was like a two-day thing, and I was like, I can't handle this. He's like, oh, we're going to go on my yacht and spend two days. And in my head, I was like, I can't spend two, any time on a yacht with this guy. Like, he's yeah, just you may something end up on the water. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Mind you, I haven't slept for like two days. So I leave everything there. The only thing I took were his shoes because he didn't like the shoes I was wearing. So he like told the salespeople to throw them away because he didn't want to ever see them again. So I took the <laughs> shoes that I had to have. As soon as my luggage arrived, I got my luggage and went to the airport, changed my ticket, and got the fuck out of there. You left all those diamonds behind? Yeah. You all see, the bracelets? I'm not a gold digger. You didn't just keep one just to flip and just no. do some shit with? No. And I really sincerely regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. It's like, like it was so earnest. I really wish I had. Jeez, I wish I had got that diamond. And not even the diamond. That, that Birkin bag alone would have been. That would have been. No, I'm not yeah. the the watch, yeah. the Cartier bracelet. Yeah. I don't know, like you, the. You played yourself, is what it sounds like. But I was just at that point, like I didn't want anything from him, and I didn't want to owe him anything. But then he kept messaging me, like, "Oh, where are you? Come back." Like, no, dude. You should, you should have kept the bag. I should have kept more than the bag. You should put the diamonds I in should, the bag and then took the bag with you. I should have taken everything that fit in the bag yeah, and, and like took the bag with you. left. There's no but reason I was to... so scared because his family is so wealthy that I was like, I was looking at flights and the next flight wasn't until the morning. So I was like, I could technically get on a flight if it was going out tonight. And right. this is how my brain was thinking. If I could go to the airport, hop on a flight within like an hour or two and be in the air, I'd be safe. But I was so freaked out by like what was going on and lack of sleep. I'm like, 
what if like I go to the airport and they're like waiting for me because I stole stuff because his his mind was so crazy that I wasn't willing to sacrifice like going to jail and Emirates and no I I, listen I guess if you really thought about it I think you okay I think you made I think you made the right call but also, I think you should just grab them. <laughs> just like, it's a risk you gotta take. Just like one. They couldn't have gone through all that shit and yeah. been like, oh. Like stuff it inside of a sock and roll that bitch up real tight. No, like, put that in well, plastic. I'll put it up my ass. You no, know? No. I, know how, I know how they transfer drugs. Are you, you going to be a drug mule with diamonds? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first time I had anything up there. All right. So that's that's what we're asking for the first time. We got into all this dating stuff. Um, so let's talk about your good date. Are the best date you've been on. This is a crazy date you just described. Mm. A date that it was like the fairy tale, but the person at the end wasn't like, J- like Jafar. I don't really have any of those. No fairy tale dates okay, after so, 12 years? Okay, so I have a date that happened when I was 19, and I still say it's the best date I've ever been on. Okay, let's I met him on Match.com. At 19? Or I was 20. Was that better? What? Okay, go ahead. Um, he was a he was um, a med student at UM and Lebanese. Great, we we he picks me up in his BMW five series. Yes, I still remember white. <laughs> um, and he takes me to the to the Ritz Carlton and the Grove. You know where that's. I know right? where it is. Yeah. Yep. So nice we place. go there and we're like walking into the restaurant. I'm like, it's not open. Why are we going here? And he's like, no. No, it's fine. We walk in. It's like somebody comes out and like sits us down and we like order whatever. We just talk about what we want to eat. There's no like menu or anything. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. Like, let's remind you that I'm from West Virginia and like I'm 19 or 20. Like this doesn't happen. And I'm in my thrift store skirt that I just got in like a white tank top with a scarf. Like, nothing cute. Like, nothing fancy, nothing. Yeah, I'm very simple. Chic. It's called um, boho. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, that's so, a common term. We all know it's boho. We're there, and yeah. we have dinner. It's really nice. The chef comes out and greets us, talks to us. I'm like, this is crazy. And then, like, I order food. I order my food, and I order dessert, and then we go out. And, like, the patio area, there's, like, a waterfall area. Yeah. So we go sit there. We chat. It's super simple, but nothing crazy happens because a few times he takes me home and I'm like wow this this I really like this guy and we've hung, we hung out a few more times and I always thought in the back of my head even though he's not Asian that this is the guy that I'm going I'm gonna marry this guy like if I'm 32 33 haven't found anyone like this is gonna be the guy that I end up marrying and I never had sex with him nothing so at 34 have you reached back out to him oh the story gets good oh um <laughs> Buckle up, people. So he leaves and goes to Michigan to do his fellowship. He's like a robotic surgeon. Um, Boss. Or no, he goes there to do his residency. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back to Miami to do his fellowship. So we end up hanging out. And that's about the same time I met you. And Mm -hmm. he moved in um, at Jackson. That's where he was doing his fellowship. So we hang out. He's there for a year. It's like everything's good. Um... He asked me to move in with him. I'm like, no, 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 no. He had some shitty apartment by Jackson. You know that area. It's not okay. nice. I'm not going to stay there. So, but I always thought, like, 
he'll invite me to Michigan once he moves back because he knew he was going back there. He goes back. Then he confesses to me like he has this, he has a sex addiction. He also confesses to me that he lost his virginity to me and that I'm the reason that he has a sex addiction. Oof. Well, we didn't see that one coming. No. Uh, and so I was 26 when I had sex with him. I met him at 19, didn't have sex with him until I was 26. He's a 26-year-old virgin. And he was like 20, I think he's like 28 or 29. Or I was 25. He was like 28 or 29. He was so damn near like, 30 when he lost yeah, his Yeah, but you understand. Like, he's like super nerdy. Like, yeah, super nerdy. Yeah, yeah. If you met him, you would have totally got it. Awkward, but very sweet. I think he graduated high school like super early and he was born in Lebanon and it was all about like being successful. He actually started on, he's had some business on eBay when it first started and that's where he made his first million dollars selling gumballs. Don't ask. I don't know how. But anyway, he tells me like, oh, I have a sex addiction, but I want to be with you. And this is like, so this time I'm like 28, 29. I'm like, okay. He turned this dude out and fucked up. His and life. then I just didn't make sense. I'm like, why do you have a sex addiction because of me? Fast forward, he would send me like random pictures of girls sucking his penis. Like his mind is crazy. And he finally came out and told me the reason that he thinks he has this addiction is because when we first tried to have sex, his he couldn't get hard. Mm. And he was like I feel like I have to prove that I can, like, get hard and all this other stuff. I was like, don't worry. Like, that's not a big deal. It happens to guys all the time. Like... You did the girl thing. I'm like... It's cool. No, but I'm, like, honest. Like, if... At least I can name on, like, two hands how many times that's happened the first time I tried to have sex with a guy. So I'm like... And you gave all those guys second chances or... No. (laughs) Um... But, like, I try to explain it. Like, that's normal. Like, it happens yeah. to guys sometimes. It's like, you get in your head too much. Don't yeah. worry about it. I like the fact that you just dismissed that. You know, it's like, no. Get one shot. But, but the funny thing about it is I was kind of drunk when it first happened, when that happened. Yeah. So I don't really remember so much of it. So you would have given him a second chance. Well, I did give him a second chance. We, I mean, he came to Miami and... Out and he, he, he turned him out. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's like, I want to be with you, but I want to be with other people. And I was like, you can't be with me. And I realized, like, you're not the... This is what happens when I don't date Asian guys. Or you, you have sex with 30-year-old virgins. <laughs> like, what's your... What's your but I was just like a pro-Asian thing. This is more of an anti-virgin thing. Again, towards the end. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really awesome story. To end on, I know you have limitless things to talk about and limitless. That's just like two stories I felt like I told. Or yeah, you, this is the tip of the iceberg, and there'll be you'll be a reoccurring guest on this because I think people want to hear your ridiculous stories. That's an awesome twist in that story. I didn't. That was an M Night Shyamalan like twist. I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, then he came back. I thought you were telling me that like, he was gay or something. I was like, oh, that's no, like, no, that seems not reasonable. Gay. But. Not gay. Clearly not gay. has a harem of women in the Detroit area. So if you're listening to this in the Detroit area, be careful. You might end up on a snap that's sent to Chucky. 
I still haven't got over you. <laughs> I blocked his number because it gets bad. So I block it and then I unblock it. Why do you? Because you want more. Because I can't handle it. Like, stop sending me pictures of your penis and videos. And I, no, like, I'm not down with that life. So there you have it. Uh, she's not down with that life. We had to find a good place to wrap it up. We don't, no, we, I, no dick pics, please. I'm not down with that life. And that's all we have time for today. Chucky, this has been awesome. For this little two-part series we did, we're going to go further because I think people are going to want to hear more of what you have to say. And more date stories. I think a lot of people have horrible dates, and you've had hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. Oof. And so I know you got some good ones. And this gives you time in the meantime to kind of come together with a couple other good ones you have and bring some, some hotness to the podcast next time. Oh, you want sexy? I can give you sexy. People want sexy. I don't I don't make the rules. All right. I have bloody stories. You got to get the people what they want. But anyway, thank you guys again for tuning in. Chucky, you've been awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm going to. Listen, we've been, we go way back, and this is hilarious. Way I, back. I do very little work when you're here on the podcast. I just let you go. Do I'm you just, normally talk more? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's fine. I think your stories are better than me interjecting with my wisdom or whatever. So do I. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Deuces.